Math Nights is dedicated to building the problem solvers of tomorrow. We set our quest beyond the test and inspire Math Nights for life. If you would like to connect with us, please feel free to follow us at hashtag Math Nights or follow me at rmartiellonpsd. We look forward to learning with you. Hello, Math Knights. This is Ron Martiello, and today I'm coming to you with yet another quote. Last week, I came to you with a quote from Muhammad Ali, the greatest, who taught us how to float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, and rumble with those math problems. Today, I come to you with a different quote. Uh, I've collected quotes throughout my career in education, and um, sometimes these quotes kind of cycle through, and all of a sudden, it will hit me that the quote is kind of relevant to current conversations that I'm having with other educators. Today's quote I share with you as we look upon the horizon at the 2021 state assessments. And our states have uh, provided provided us information and direction as far as, hey, these tests are coming and they have to be administered. And so it may not be the most comfortable thing for us to talk about. Uh, it is uh, it is yet another challenge that that we've had to face this year. Um, but the quote that stands out to me as I look out and try to support teachers through this time is a quote from U.S. Naval Officer James Lawrence from the War of eighteen twelve, and that sh- that very famous naval quote is "Don't." give up the ship. That was the dying command that he made to his crew during one of the fiercest battles against the British Navy and one that stands the test of time in many situations, not just with the the U.S. Navy. Today, I'm going to talk about how we shouldn't give up the ship because of the state assessments that that are coming. Many teachers are coming to me saying, you know, should I do this? Should I do that? I'm going to share with you three tips on how to approach the state assessments so that you do not give up the ship. So the first way not to give up the ship or to stay true to all the hard work and dedication that you've done throughout the year in trying to provide students with deep, rich math learning experiences is to guard yourself against paring math down to procedural skills. We have talked several weeks about the importance of rigor and a balanced, thorough, math learning experience for our students that stretches from conceptual understanding into procedural skills and application in real world problem solving and how those deep learning experiences help students to transfer those skills and standards that we're trying to teach into the future not just for short term game on quiz or gain on quizzes and assessments but also to transfer those skills into their long-term memory so that they are retrievable 
next year and years to come as they try to leverage them to learn new material. If we pare down our math instruction to simple procedures, if we give up the ship in the name of the state assessment, I don't know if we accomplish the goal of transferring these skills to the next grade level or even the short-term goal of doing well on the assessment. You see, if you take a look at some of the rubrics from the assessments, not only do students have to demonstrate procedural skills, but they have to demonstrate understanding. So ladies and gentlemen, my tip number one, don't give up the ship. Make sure that you continue on with rigorous, balanced, thorough instruction because there's major work still to be taught in your grade level, I'm sure. And making sure those students get those deep, rich learning experiences so they can transfer those skills into the future, not just to demonstrate procedural skills for short-term gain. The second way not to give up the ship is to stay on message. All year, you've been providing students with time to practice their math. You've been providing them time to create viable arguments. Use structure and identify repeated reasoning, make sense of problems, reason quantitatively and abstractly, critique the work of others. And that is a great way to develop a culture of math in your classroom. However, when it comes to the last couple weeks before that state assessment, some of us have a tendency to provide students with packets. Packets that have random math tasks in them and inspire isolation and answer getting and possibly stress your students out. I ask you to guard against that tendency. I encourage you to stay on message because your message that you've been delivering all year has been awesome. And to deviate from that when there's still major work to be done probably in your grade level. I mean, these assessments are coming and I know that instructional time has already been impacted. You want to take full advantage of the time that you have, even with the assessments coming soon. So tip number two, stay on message. Guard against giving those packets. Continue to take deep dives into those problems so that you can continue on with that positive, productive math culture that you've already established in your classroom. So here's my third way not to give up the ship. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm asking you to Think strategically as you review. It's okay to go back and review topics that, that you deem necessary for the students to review prior to the assessment. 
And I want to see you make the, the most of your time here, but I also don't want you to give up good teaching practice. And one good teaching practice is activating prior knowledge and bringing it from the long-term memory into the working memory. And one of the ways you can do that prior to giving students a, a cold math task is called a brain dump. And you can have a student just put on paper all the things they know about a topic. And that's a great formative assessment because you can walk around the room and see you know, who has a full piece of paper and who may not have all the understanding they need. So for example, if you're having students um, do a brain dump on multiplying fractions by a whole number, they can go and put procedures on their paper. They can put key terms, vocabulary terms. They can do examples of, of problems that they remember doing from before. And they could put all of that on a piece of paper. And then why not do a think-pair-share with someone else? Have them talk to another student and see if they can put the pieces together prior to giving them a cold math task. It's just like an athlete in a game. We want to make sure that they're properly warmed up so that they can perform at their highest levels and not risk an injury. We want our students to approach this assessment without... Um, creating injury or creating a negative disposition toward math. But we also want them to perform at their highest levels. And by reaching back into that prior knowledge, into that long-term memory and bringing those skills and information forward, you're going to give students a tool that they can use not just for an assessment, but for learning to come. So my third tip, ladies and gentlemen, not to give up the ship Stay true to those great practices. There you have it, Math Knights. My three tips on approaching state assessments in 2021, and I really don't think that they would deviate in 2022 or 2023. I really think that we should not give up the ship and change our practices that we've been working hard on all year. We want to make sure that we don't pare things down to simple procedural skills because that won't help us on the short-term assessment and it certainly won't help us and our students as they try to leverage those skills to learn new skills in future years. We want to stay on message and provide students continued, deeper learning experiences and avoid random packets so that our students maintain that healthy disposition toward math. And that also includes the day-to-day -day practices. Don't give up those awesome practices in the name of test prep. Math Knights, I wish you well as you approach the 2021 state assessments. Don't give up the ship. I want to thank you for taking your valuable time to listen to the Math Knights podcast today. Again, if you'd like to connect with us on Twitter, just search for the hashtag MathNightsDigitalCommunity. You could also find me at rmartielloNPSD. 
You can also find this podcast on a number of different platforms. So please search for us on your favorite platform and feel free to leave us a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. Take care, Math Knights.